You found it. The home of red-blooded American patriots. The Patriot Review with Jeff Wagner starts now. Hello, Patriots. Welcome to episode 106 of the Patriot Review. Don't know what happened to the audio there, but uh, hopefully on the recorded version you heard it and you can hear me okay. Um, we are going to have Colonel Retired John Mills join us, and we're going to talk about uh, the Ukraine, Russia, China, what the geopolitical climate is like these days, which is not so great, not good, very bad actually, um, but that's to be expected with who we have in the White House for sure. So John Mills will be here in just a, a minute. We'll be talking with him and doing his interview. Before that, though, I would just like to remind you that right now we are starting what I call Dialed In. And Dialed In is for you to be able to interact with me via chat first and then potentially live call. We're looking at maybe April for that, but I <clears throat> just want to get it um, felt out a little bit and see what kind of involvement we have. Also, I'd like your feedback. If you want to send me an email, redbloodedpatriots at protonmail.com. And let me know about maybe what the best times are, uh, what your what your thoughts are, what you'd like to see. I'm always open to that. So you can do that again. The email address is redbloodedpatriots at protonmail.com. And uh, you can check that out. So um, some of my sponsors, you know, once in a while I'll throw up uh, this these screenshots at the beginning of the show. So um, Fix the World uh, is a organization that or a company that manufactures these uh, devices that protect you from EMF and protect your home. Um, and, you know, you can wear these as personal, uh, they have a personal pendant. They have, you know, discs like you see here. They have pyramids. And the technology behind it is all explained on their website. You can find that in the show description. So please check that out. And then we have uh, investment in gold and silver. I have uh, an affiliate uh, association with, uh, Dr. Keith Elliott, and if you go to KeithElliottPhD.com slash The Patriot Review, which is all together, you can go and get financial advice. You can get, uh, obviously, you can purchase gold and silver, um, you know, tangible, rail-holded-in-your-hand gold and silver that protects your investments over time, as we see our economy is not doing so great as well. So that is rather important these days. So before we get started with the interview, I just wanted to bring up a story I just saw today, which is this story. Four women uh, take the early lead in those that are being considered for potential running mates for 2024 for President Trump. Uh, we have, let me just read this so I have to look off to the side, my apologies, um, Governor Sarah Sanders, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, who was very good at her job as press secretary, and uh, I think we all enjoyed that, especially compared to what we have today. Uh, Representative Elise Stef uh, Stefanik from New York, Governor Christy Nome, uh, Terry Lake, that is, if she does not get the governorship in Arizona, which we all know she won, and then Marjorie Taylor Greene, who is a real firebrand and is a real uh, go-getter. Probably my preference out of that whole list is uh, either Sarah Sanders or Marjorie Taylor Greene. And I have reasons for that. But basically, you know, I like I like the uh, the calm um, and intelligence of Sarah Sanders. 
and I like the uh, aggressiveness. There's aggress aggressiveness is not a bad thing in this case with Marjorie Taylor Greene and Carrie Lake too. But so I'd like to know your opinions on that. And you can, like I said, you can get on CloudHub right now. You can get in the chat, and we can see what your opinions are. We can talk during the show. So please do go to CloudHub and enter the chat room. You can talk back and forth with me and other viewers. Hopefully, I know this is brand new, so maybe nobody will even be there, but. I'm trying to build this up over time so that that is not the case. And so, you know, we have uh, the opportunity to interact, which I think is a very nice thing to do during the show and uh, during the interviews and that sort of thing. So, again, go to CloudHub to be able to do that. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to play the interview now that uh, I had with the colonel. And sit back and enjoy it. He's, he's always a great guest. He's always got a lot of very... Uh, uh, excellent insight into what's going on because of his experience. So I really enjoy having him on the show. Here we go. I'd like to welcome back to the show, Colonel Retired John Mills. John, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you, Jeff. Always an honor to be with you. It's my pleasure. And we got a lot to go over today because there's a lot happening. And it it's almost like... Um, you know, something comes up, and then the next day you've got 10 other things that happen. And, and right now, what I really wanted to talk to you about is the uh, geopolitical climate and what's going on with with China and the balloons and the Ukraine. And is the Ukraine, Ukraine going to have a spring offensive? So why don't we start with the Ukraine and uh, just talk about you know the rhetoric that's that's come out of Putin's mouth and the the threat of use using nuclear weapons and the expectation I guess that in the spring there there will be a a new a renewed offensive with much more thrown at the Ukraine. I um, want to pick your brain on that and, and just kind of where the United States is, uh, what you might see coming. Well, on the Ukraine, um, I think very simply, uh, I always point back, there was agreements in, uh, um, wow, I'm losing time. We're now in 2023, but in fall of 21 in November, there was written agreement uh, between China and Russia. Uh, it's called essentially uh, the No Boundaries Agreement. It's, a, it's an alliance. Uh, it's an alliance to take down America. And uh, you always have to look at this because I think I think some uh, on our side of the ledger get a little confused here. They look at Putin as a savior, that he's on our team. He's against the World Economic Forum and Biden and uh, uh, Trump. Uh, 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 he's our savior. He's he's not our savior. I have a savior. It's not not Putin. Uh, Putin may be against the WEF, but remember, he actually attended a number of the WEF courses. Uh, and participated in a lot of that. Uh, he is not our friend. Um, uh, yes, he is standing up to uh, to Biden, um, but uh, Putin is not our friend. And and uh, we have to be intellectually uh, able to wrap our heads around all these things could be true simultaneously. Uh, wow. We have a corrupt president. We have a Ukraine can be corrupt. There are elements in Ukraine that are corrupt, and I actually started getting involved in Ukraine back when during the Obama years when I was in office. Uh, but there's also good elements in, in, in the Ukraine. Um, 
you know, yeah, possibly yes, America and the the UK were behind the Nord Stream bombing, uh, and at the same time, Putin is uh, not to be trusted and is is the is the side is the sidekick to the main game of China. Yeah, Putin, so is, China- Putin is all about deception, and he's the one thing that I think Americans find refreshing is that he he's. He sometimes, on occasion, comes out with a no BS truth, you know, and in those bites, those sound bites of him doing that, whether he's talking about Biden or the, you know, uh, whatever, I think uh, there have been a couple of times where I thought, yeah, you know, that that makes sense. And when you're when you think that, uh, you know, Putin makes sense, then something's wrong with the, the leadership in the, the United States. Right. So. Well, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, all those things could be true simultaneously, but you mm-hmm. know, I'm a constitutionalist, and I'm, I'm, I, I, you know, my oath is to the Constitution and our incredible mm-hmm. American experiment. So don't, don't get wrapped around. The Russians are very good at uh, 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 hate and discontent operations on any form of media. This goes back to the 1930s, whether it was right. plotting, uh, dropping news stories. They're not our friend. I, yeah. Some people keep on getting over this here. That and is is Zelensky corrupt? Yeah, he's he's. Yeah. I think he's he's he can be corrupt too, but that doesn't mean that we provide enough aid for Ukraine to defend itself. My my concern has been consistent from fall of twenty one is we provide the bare minimum for Ukraine to defend itself. No boots on the ground, no advisors, no trainers, no maintainers, no advanced force operators. They get the and and this is the key differences I've noticed, whether it was South Vietnam or Afghanistan or Iraq, the Ukrainians will fight for themselves as opposed to just about any other country we've gotten involved in. And because because the challenge is and we do it to ourselves, we always come in so heavy handed. We put the country aside. And what is natural human behavior? Well, if this big, you know, 10,000 pound gorilla is going to come in and fight for me, uh, I'm just going to sit on the bench and watch him fight. And but the Ukrainians yeah, the will part, fight. Sure. Yeah, I agree. And the other part of that is that, you know, the 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 people of the country that we go into have to want freedom. You can't shove democracy down the throats uh, of Middle Easterners and you know and expect it to to take root. I mean, there's that's just yeah. unrealistic. Yeah. Isn't yeah. It? Yeah, well, it's not just democracy. They have to want to fight for themselves. Right. They're not yeah. willing to fight for themselves, period, regardless whether it's for democracy or going back to their tribalism. If they're not willing to fight for themselves, we shouldn't be spending a nanosecond with them. I and, guess my uh, point is that nation building isn't necessarily, uh, you know, isn't is nation building really a dead policy approach? Is it is it uh, is it something that well, we sh- I, we should go in, win, and leave? You know, I think I think well, I, I think what you're referring to is is what we would be calling neoconism. Um, and um, I think we need to be very careful of, of that approach. Um, I just you know, I've come to the conclusion we should never spend a, a an ounce of American treasure, uh, a nanosecond of American time if the country is not willing to fight for itself. Yeah, I agree with that. And, and, that's, and that's, you know, we've lost enough lives where that hasn't been the case. And um, yeah, yeah. I have to look, look at the track. And, I have to look back at Iraq, for example, and say, 
you know, was was Iraq a mistake looking back at it? Now, my opinion is that it was because it destroyed the balance of power in the Middle East, and now we're stuck with a big, big mess with Iran. Um, but you know, I I I have to ask you when you look at the Ukraine and. We have people jumping up and down on the left saying, you know, they got a sovereign border, we got to protect their border, and then you look at our border, and you know, you you say we don't even protect our own border. So I think a lot of people feel that all this money that's going to the Ukraine is just feeding the military-industrial complex that Eisenhower warned us about, and you know, I think that's the biggest heartburn that people have when they look look at our, at our border, like I said, and. And compare the two. I mean, the, the messages just don't make sense. Well, I, I think we can do multiple things at the same time. We can walk and chew gum. We can provide the bare minimum aid to Ukraine for it to survive. The first priority should be our own border. Obviously, right. we're dysfunctional and we can't even get those on our side of the ledger to vote that way in Congress. And it turns into this just this hysterical throwing of resources. This is this is Afghanistan in the early days all over again. I'm talking about from the 80s during the Reagan days. Charlie mm-hmm. Wilson, watch Char- watch Charlie Wilson's war. No, everybody was hemming and hawing. They don't want to get involved. And then we started showing success. And then Congress and and the administration went crazy, drowning Afghanistan in aid. And it's like no, 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 no. But this is the, this is what happens. Uh, in the swamp. And so, yeah, number one priority is secure our own border. We're losing the greatest immediate danger. The closest alligator is fentanyl coming across the southern border. No question is the number one. Can we we say there's a military industrial complex? I think I'm changing my mind a little bit um, as we're finding out there actually isn't a military industrial complex. We can't even provide munitions for ourselves much less the uh, uh, the dizzying rate at which it's being used. And uh, the, re- the reality is the legacy, uh, what, what Eisenhower warned us about is it's almost evolved to, uh, he called it the military industrial complex. I would call it the big government complex. Well, and corporatism, uh, right? I mean, it's almost a Mussolini-esque uh, type of arrangement that we're seeing right now, isn't it? Yeah, well, it's 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 the the four corners of deceit where you got big government, uh, big tech, uh, big media, big academia, and big finance that are really the four corners. That's the modern version of what uh, Eisenhower was talking about. Right now, you know, Austin, uh, the Secretary of Defense, is spazzing out because we can't. You know, we're using all this ordinance so fast. It's like. You know, and he's berating these companies and it's just like, uh, okay, this is like business 101. If I don't have a right. paying customer, I'm not going to keep a production line open. <laughs> right. yeah. uh, so, you know, uh, Secretary of Defense berating uh, what's left of the defense industrial base is just utter foolishness because the reality is we have not been... You know, we, when you need to turn it on, you just can't flick a switch and it's there. And we have we have essentially been living off the world war ii industrial base until you know the turn of the century and most of this stuff is gone uh it just doesn't exist anymore and that's what we're we're people are starting to think about these things again they're going oh because there's this false imagery that we have such an immense defense industrial base no we don't 
you know, you just can't mm -hmm. keep these things open if you don't have a paying government. And it's like, you know, all kinds of things, you know, have left the industrial base. People are not going to, companies are not, there's not a return on investment. It was like the Sono, we, we've lost, uh, there was only one Sono buoy manufacturer. Uh, you know, those are those extremely important little devices dropped from our helicopters and, air, and patrol aircraft to monitor subs. Nobody's making them anymore because there's no profit, because there's no demand signal. And, and, and those who own those resources say, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pivot to something that has a better return on investment. I'm not going to wait for these measly orders from the U.S. government. Well, so, there's, all kinds of, there's all kinds of things, I think, that, you know, um, people talk about the greatest generation, right? And people look at World War II and they see the history of how America came back and built the strong military up after Pearl Harbor. We don't have that industrial base anymore nor do we have doesn't doesn't exist no we don't have that anymore so yeah i think we're in a lot of trouble when we look at that and then we see china has a bigger navy than we do and and all the uh they're obviously not no longer uh intimidated by the power that america has or they wouldn't be doing what they're doing right i mean with the 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 balloons and everything else i mean that's something that i've never seen before in my lifetime well, they, they, they're testing our seams. And again, the main foreign and internal threat is because it's it's linked with kindred spirits inside our country is China. It's China, China, mm -hmm. China. The mm -hmm. southern border is a China issue. Yes, Ukraine is. is an adjunct of the China issue. And uh, I mean, Putin got, him, got himself in a total mess. He did promise to deliver the Ukraine as part of the alliance with China to deliver it in 72 hours. And here a year later, it is a God awful mess, but yeah. that's the Russian mentality that they're going to chew up their population. They don't care. You know, they want so you Stalingrad. Expect, you expect them throwing more resources in, um, in the spring and, and that it continues. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The only challenge is, you know, the, in Stalingrad, yes, they, they, in world war two, the Russians that I've been on uh, the Bannon show several times on this, they are, the Russians won Stalingrad, but their losses were five to seven times the, 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 the German losses. And they won, but they don't care. They don't right. care how many people they lose. And that's just uh, the bizarre psyche of their, their, their culture and uh, the way they approach life is they don't care. Yeah, they, they, they will throw more resources. The only challenge is he has a shrinking population. Back then, the Russians were making babies. The Russians are not making babies anymore. Sorry. And we have that same what? issue, China? don't we? We have the same issue. China has the same issues, uh, you know, and it's a natural phenom as as societies develop. Uh, people stop having stop having children as they become more affluent. You know, in the mm -hmm. old days, I needed five to seven kids just to run the farm. Right. Nowadays, wow! If I only have one or two kids, we have we can take those extra vacations. If I have three, <laughs> four, or five kids, and have the I money can't to take do those. It. Americans wake up. God's yeah. natural number is 2.1 children per family and a family unit. So, yeah, so any of this silliness that, uh, oh, we're not going to have families or we're going to get married, but we're not going to have kids because we're spoiled and self-centered. Uh, guess what? That's, that's Rome. That's how, that's how great societies that's collapse. Right. That's is right. If you free it, child, fam, the family unit, and children is still the basic. Oh, that's so backwards. Like, oh, yeah. that's so misogynistic. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, Guess exactly. what? Pretty, pretty predictable in human history. Well, that's kind of what I meant. Families, too. you stop that's, having children. 
that's kind of what I meant too, you know, about, um, so, you know, John, I'm looking at, at, uh, what you're talking about, the family, the attack on the family. Now we have the attack on your gender, the attack on, uh, faith in general, Christianity, Christianity specifically, we have all that to deal with. What about, what, what do you see that China is dealing with, with their, uh, social construct and uh, their ability to to actually keep their economy going and pump in all this money they're pumping into their military. I mean, some people say that China is, you know, about ready to just crumble, and others say, "Nah, that's not that's not true." What do you say? Oh yeah, no. I mean, that's that's the basic fallacy when in, whenever you're studying any of these situations, everybody. Oh my gosh, we have it so bad. Oh, it's so horrible here. Yeah, it is. But don't ever underestimate the challenges the other side has. And China has absolutely immense. And we just went through, it's been essentially silenced. So we don't even know the extent to which the reprisals are going on in China. But October, November, December were essentially the most immense uprising against the CCP that that they've ever faced in their history. And uh, it's essentially been silenced, a lot of it with the duplicity of American firms such as Apple. Um, and uh, it just it's horrendous. And the bloodletting there is just uh, uh, probably horrific. And uh, but so they are under they're not making babies. You think we're ba- you think we have a population problem here? And this is where the, the blue side says, hey, we'll just bring in more uh, immigrants, I- illegal yeah. immigrants. Right. Uh, and, and that's what, hey, you know what, as bad as we have it here. The rate at which California and New York are losing population, they will never get it back, no matter how many illegal aliens they allow in. Yeah, but you know, they uh, don't but, get it, do they? They don't get it. No, no, they don't. And they never will. We shouldn't even <laughs> worry about it because they, they, they don't get it. Um, um, and it's the natural cycle. Um, but uh, with China, too, they have they've destroyed uh, the they have destroyed their future. And this goes back to, you know, the controlling of the size of the family. They, they mathematically will never, and they are in a declining population. Uh, their economy is uh, uh, essentially, they have chosen to essentially blown off being the provider to the, because they're, they're pivoting to a wartime footing. So at this time, the military showdown uh, is uh, unless they collapse first is inevitable because uh, the dictator uh, and the Chinese Communist Party have chosen. And this is the natural cycle of totalitarianism is to pivot when your economy starts collapsing, things are going bad. You always look, I mean, that's, that's, that's dictator school 101. They teach you that in the first week is always look outward. Uh, when things start to turn south, always keep the, you've got to have a foreign enemy gotta to, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. at this point in time, China is as she is chosen a war footing. All the indicators are looking bad internally. They can't produce food to sustain themselves. Uh, their economy has has essentially uh, collapsed in many ways, and uh, and and there is opportunity for them to reestablish it and trade, but they've chosen to essentially go to a wartime footing. Yeah. So. You know, with with China in particular, you know, some people are saying you, you right away you get to the alarmists and and people who are saying, you know, these balloons are for uh, obviously they're for spying. I mean, there's no question about that. But um, 
do you see that as a um as a, as in that is all it is is uh spy spying or is it a precursor to military action on their part Well, the uh, joint operational term, not to be wonkish here, is um, advanced force operations. That's actually, everybody go look at the joint, joint pub DOD dictionary under advanced force operations. This is preparation for conflict. And um, that's what's going on here. That's what's right. going on. Um, the, uh, their, uh, Advanced force operation, intelligence preparation of the battlefield, and uh, uh, operational preparation in the battlefield. That's what's going. That's what's going on. So, uh, yeah, uh, uh, I don't mean to be so so uh, sophisticated on these terms. This is advanced force operations, which have a very distinct meaning. This is intelligence preparation of the battlefield. This is operational preparation of the battlefield. And uh, they have they have uh, they have uh, understood our gap and steam. Modern air traffic control in the United States is not done by the Air Force. It is done by the uh, and surveillance. It's done by the FAA, and it's done by capabilities that are not radar focused. They are actually compliance focused, meaning. It presumes mm -hmm. aircraft that are in the air vehicles in the national airspace system are cooperative and compliant with air traffic control procedures, meaning they are squawking through several capabilities and telling the air traffic controllers who they are and where they are. Right. The Chinese, you could fly, you could fly a super tanker through our airspace without mm -hmm. a, without squawking and probably get away with it. That's the dirty little secret of what's going on. And this goes back many years, many years. So yeah, that Chinese have understood our... You would think 9-11 would have, uh, you know, <laughs> been kind of an alarm about that. Right? Yeah, uh, if, but again, it's, it is it is an enormous expense. You know, once the big government system sees the savings on, well, you mean I don't need to have all these air defense missiles? I don't need to have all these interceptors? Uh, you know, everybody just cooperates and uh, we can use other capabilities to know when those uh, Russian bombers are going to fly down the coast. Yeah, sounds like huge cost savings. Let's do it. Um, <laughs> and but that yeah. and that all works until you get somebody who doesn't want to cooperate. That's yeah, that's and, the case with our electric grid as well. Right. I mean, we, we we're just not investing the money in it to to bring it to where it needs to be, which yeah, I want to pose this question to you then is. Is is this uh, some of this advanced uh, advanced intelligence direct? Oh, I don't forgot what term you use, but the 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 preamble to aggression. Could these balloons be more about maybe where the best spot is to set off an EMP or or something like that? Or you think that they have that figured out without really doing anything? Well, again, to know all these things, you have to uh, you have to map the operational environment. You have to do intelligence preparation and operational preparation, which is why these balloons, they're an incredibly uh, simple and efficient way to help map our environment uh, and understand um, and collect all different forms of intelligence. And could it 
Could it be used as a delivery device also? Absolutely. The, the Chinese have publicly displayed launches of hypersonic warheads from mm -hmm. high altitude balloons. It's a very low cost, efficient way to do it. So could they float these all over the world uh, with warheads, with EMP device? Absolutely. They've, dem they've publicly demonstrated it and we've been too focused on making sure uh, boys can compete in girls competitions, you know, so, you know, that's, that's the challenge is uh, they publicly demonstrated it and we're not paying attention. So to that point, to the whole woke um, nonsense, what are your, your sources telling you about the morale of, of our own soldiers, as far as what kind of impact is this focus having on them? Well, I will just let the recruiting and retention rates speak for themselves. I mean, the Army, uh, which although I consider myself joint and I'm joint qualified, that's a, that's a pretty big deal. And, and you have to be joint qualified to make 06 and above. Um, but uh, our recruiting and retention in the Army has it is the worst it has ever been since the draft uh, of uh, the all-volunteer force was introduced in 1974. Uh, I think that's been, and, and the, I, I, like I'll read Army Times, Navy Times, Air Force Times, and uh, they act as if, oh, wow, hard times, wonder what's happening. But they, they dare not utter that, it, maybe it's the perception that why in the world would I want to get involved in a woke culture? Right. So, uh, you know, it's hard for me when when youth and many youth come and ask me, you know, hey, what about you? You had a great career. What, what do you think? And I, I, I find it very hard to recommend military service. Mm -hmm. It has become dis dysfunctional and crazy. And we have not had enough general officers and admirals, flag, flag officers stand up and speak out. Um, so, uh, um, yeah, I think. I don't, it's not my sources. Just look at the recruiting and retention rates, yeah, the yeah. worst ever. And yet, uh, you know, the talk about in def defense industrial complex, the defense media, you know, just bemoans these horrible rates and, but okay, so let's talk about them. Right. What's the cause? Wokeism. Oh, you can't talk about that. Uh, yes, right. I can. And, yeah. uh, uh, you know, but if we want truth, we need to address the, the corrosive cancerous nature of uh, woke ideology in the military yeah it's not about truth it's all about virtue signaling right it's uh i haven't watched an nfl game in three years i was flipping through the chain and i was a diehard packer fan you know i'm living in green bay and you know how we are um mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh you know flipping through the channels and you know look at the the little white uh, plastic tab that's on the back of the helmets of the bears players and it says you know end racism forever or something like that flip on the college basketball game the wisconsin badgers have their black jerseys and i thought wow those are really cool so i looked up i wanted to buy one of their jerseys but their pinstriping says unity and all this crap you know and uh i mean this this woke nonsense has really filtered its way into everything about America, everything that, you know, everything you, you can't even, you can't even speak uh, without offending somebody. It doesn't matter what you say. Right. And so we have a perfect storm, don't we? We have 
you know, everything we talked about today, we don't have the industry base. We don't have faith. We don't have family. We don't have, uh, we don't have the, the will to actually c contribute and, and be involved. And, and you can't blame people for that when it comes to being in the military, because what you said is true. So what is the hope? What is the, what is the good that you see? What is the things that people can do, you know, to, to push us in the right direction? And, um, that's a big question I know, but sometimes there's simple answers. Yeah, it's very simple. God, family, and country. It's as simple as that. And, uh, we're, we're the vast majority and people are saying, well, I don't see us being recognized or if we are recognized, it's in the negative on MSNBC, uh, or, you know, CBS or the Hallmark channel. Okay. Guys, get over it. You're never, we're never going to be. That's mm -hmm. a, that's a thick woke culture. We're still the majority. We're the vast majority. Mm -hmm. And and this is why I see people are saying churches are dying. Uh, I beg to differ. I think there's, you know, one of the few times I'll accept the word evolution, but there's a lot of, a lot of church uh, families and bodies uh, are, are evolving, uh, I would say, for the good. Now, that doesn't mean things like uh, seeker churches and let's let's make the Bible cool and hip and use the modern lingo. No, no, I think it's an opportunity, though. There's a lot of people out there who are saying what's going on is not right. I know it. I feel it. I just have this gut. What's going on is not right. But I see no, I'm beaten down. I go to the public school system. My kids are indoctrinated. I go to go to my job and I'm just lectured endlessly on wokeism. Doesn't matter, ladies and gentlemen. We just have to persevere if we're looking for the woke forces that hate us and hate everything about us, turn around and start cheering us. Uh, it's never going to happen. Yeah. So that means we're going to have to just reestablish American culture. And this is going to be a, Here's the good news. It's going to be a 50 year slog. They stole the country over the last 50 years while we were focused on our, our God, family and country and chose to not get involved at the county level, which is really the, in my, in my book, the nation will follow really the whole answer. It's, it's, it's the roadmap. You've got to get focusing on God, family and uh, country does not mean checking out and not getting involved. You got to get involved. You got to demonstrate your involvement. You got to carve time out to uh, get involved in the institutions of county governance. And uh, so I said, I, I homeschool my kids. My kids go to a Christian school. Why should I, who, why should I care what the school board thinks? Why? And that's what I used to think. And then I realized, oh my, no, mm -hmm. we, still, we still have to get our voices heard. And uh, we've got to get out there more and not retreat. We're the majority. We have to start acting like it. And that's where I see a lot of this. Everybody wants a, a quick and easy button where I push right. it, boom, you have election integrity, and then I can mm -hmm. walk away. It's well, not the way it works. That's kind of our that's kind of where our society's gotten to. I, I tell a, a simple little story that, you know, when I was a little boy, we had a school field trip and I was in a private uh, Lutheran school field trip to mcdonald's it was something so brand new that we actually took a field trip to, to go with Lido. and and now our culture everything is instant gratification everything is you know uh very self-focused and 
like you said, I mean, it's not only about getting involved in your local community. It's about maybe sitting around the dinner table and <laughs> actually having a conversation with your family, right? Uh, having ha, ra, raising a family, having yeah, a family. Yeah. So let's talk about your book quick. The Nation will follow. Um, what do what do readers get when they when they read the book? And the nation will follow. I outlined um, where I realized that close colleagues, uh, people I trusted and pe people I looked up to as mentors, uh, were part of the spying on uh, uh, spying on Trump. That they were they were active combatants. They were active partisans uh, in spying on candidate and then President Trump. My fight to out them to the Durham investigation. And I've had to update my statements. And I, I even with uh, uh, Clapper, uh, General Clapper, who was the director of national intelligence, uh, his statement of yesterday, uh, oh, yeah, I signed that letter in October of 2020 with 50 other intelligence community senior officials saying Hunter Biden's story was a fake. But you missed, I was misinterpreted. Uh, you know, so these I have to update that because I was uh, literally uh, I was on the other side of the drywall at a meeting in downtown D.C. in April of 2018, where the person who came in to meet with me said, hey, who's on the other side of the drywall? I said, I, I don't know who's that. He goes, well, it's Hayden doing his General Hayden doing his twice a week coordination call with Clapper, Comey and Brennan. So these people were liars. They lied about it back then and they lied about it now. So that's what the book is about. I realized my colleagues, people I trusted were part of the steal, were part of the coup, me outing them. And then that message of hope, it really is about us retaking our counties because people say, well, that's such a pivot. I want to get mad at DC. I want to get mad at the swamp. Well, get mad and, and stay informed, but focus because it is your county, the 3,300 or so county and county equivalents. That's the foundation. And, and right now the whole nation is being wrapped around the finger of Maricopa, Arizona, Fulton County, Georgia, and now the entire state of Pennsylvania, since they've now stolen the, uh, the house side in the state legislature. Um, so uh, um, that's, it's a plan. It gives you the action plan and the, and the preface is by Stephen K. Bannon. Awesome guy. Love his show. That's for sure. Um, so thank you for that summary. Now I imagine people can go to Amazon. I know they can. I have the book. It's a good book. I got a lot yeah, of books. And well, we, and we have a, we have a, it's uh, uh we, you get a better deal. If you go to the nation will follow.com, the All nation right. will follow.com. The, the nation will follow.com straight Altogether, the nation will follow.com. So um, closing thoughts, you know, um, one last issue to talk about, I guess, to conclude incorporate into this is the expectation that people have and the the lack of actually of of seeing justice. We definitely have a two two tiered justice system right now. Um, are we going to see, in your opinion, are we going to see some of these people in power that uh, uh, are involved in the conspiracy like you just talked about or, you know, uh, or worse. I mean, uh, I think Biden and the, the cash flow 
uh, from China and from the Ukraine and from the mayor's wife of Moscow and everything else. I mean, when does the accountability come home? What is what well, is that? I, I think this is uh, people have to have a steel resolve for a long term fight. They want a quick sweeping victory. It's all done. Everybody's rounded up, executed, and we have the country back. That's not how life happens. And uh, they stole the country incrementally for 50 years while we were not paying attention. Guess what? It's all about incremental victories because the slightest things happens and all I'll get is immediate negativity. That doesn't matter. Who cares? They're still going to lie, lie, cheat, and steal. Now, that's a real loser attitude. Well, then they will, so, yeah. I mean, then they will uh, for sure, right? So, yeah, it's incremental victories. So, I think what I'm getting so, at, though, more is like, you know, so we have the J6ers who are rotting in prison while our borders are wide open and the real terrorists are allowed to walk in, you know. Mm-hmm. Incremental <laughs> victories, incremental yeah. victories toward releasing the J6ers and justice. Yeah. Okay, so everybody needs to brace themselves for a long, hard slog. And, and that's what it's going to be. So that's the good news. Hooray. That's how victory is won. Yeah, and I would I would add that you know you have to be vocal too. We have to we have to hold people. Uh, we got the house right. I mean let's let's uh, let's make our expectation known, right? So yeah, yeah. So thank you so much again for being here. If you uh, if you have some closing thoughts, you know please share them. And you're always welcome back, of course. So um, time goes fast when we talk because we have so many issues to go through. Yeah, thank you, Jeff. Just hey, it's God, family, and country. Uh, you know, have have faith. Do not fret. Fretting is a sin, and uh, God is in control. So just brace yourself and fortify and steel yourself for winning, no matter what. Incremental victories. Embrace them. Savor them. Enjoy them. Amen. Good advice. Thank you so much, John. All right, Jeff. Take care. Trusting the white coat, I'm trusting that you know what you're doing. My dad's yelling at them to reverse what they did. My mom's screaming to save our little girl. Are you not saving her because she has Down syndrome? No doctor or nurse stepped foot in there and they all stayed stationary in that hallway. And the fact that we're yelling and they're telling us that she's DNR and not acting on it, we had no knowledge or consent until when we were asking them to save her. And not one person stepped foot in that room. How can you do that? How can you allow an innocent person, a child, she's only 19 years old, die in front of your eyes? You don't do that. If you're human, you don't do that. A DNR bracelet was never put on Grace. Because if one was put on her, I would have called my parents as soon as I saw that to ask them what the heck is going on. We're about news, commentary, conversations, truth, liberty, and God. We stand for American values and our flag. We believe that the Constitution is a document that fortifies rights already given to us by our Creator. We will not apologize for our love of God and country, ever. We are right, America media
Hey Patriots, you can save up to 66% at MyPillow.com when you use the code TPR. That stands for The Patriot Review. That's TPR or call 800-519-9927. That's 800-519-9927. I use these products myself. I can tell you they are the best quality bar none. So go ahead, use the code TPR and get up to 66% off right now. Coming to you from the land of common sense and American pride. Not a unicorn or rainbow in sight. Welcome back to the Patriot Review with Jeff Wagner. Hey, welcome back. I don't know what happened there that did the same thing last week. And every time I run those commercials when I am just playing around on the software... That actually works, so I apologize for that um, that moment of silence in there, but um, I'll have to figure that out and definitely take care of that issue. So, um, so uh, Colonel John Mills uh, retired, as I said, very insightful, very direct, very positive. Um, he uh, he's a guy who you know has a very um, I guess I would say a very calm demeanor, but very realistic, real answers. And it is always a, a privilege having him here. I do recommend his book highly, as I said uh, during the interview, I have that. And uh, so go check that out. And so now what I wanted to talk about a little bit is some of the stories that I'm seeing on the Internet. And we had talked during that, I moved myself a little bit here. We had talked during that um, interview about some of the three-letter agencies and everything that's going on, specifically related to January 6th, for example. But um, it is starting to to break down in the, on them, and it's uh, interesting. I think we'll see some justice, at least I hope we do. If you uh, have an opinion on that, you can either go to the chat room or you can email me, as I said, redbloodedpatriots at protonmail.com. We do have more whistleblowers coming out all the time. This article is back from the 10th but still relevant, obviously, as um, as this is ongoing. And with Ohio kind of taking the the uh, the limelight and all the attention, um, and I don't know if you are Health Ranger Report followers or not over on Brighteon, but um, an excellent show done on that and talking about the chemicals and how dangerous they actually are. Uh, you know, so some of these things... Uh, I happen to believe that that is suspicious, the timing, the way it was done. Uh, I think that that may have been intentional. I don't know who the players would be, if that would be, you know, another country uh, terrorism type of sabotage, or, you know, if that's uh, part of the, the Great Reset. I haven't really um, got enough evidence to say either way, but I'm suspicious about that, just the way it happened and the nature of what has happened uh, since. So, you know, that could... Um, 
destroy the food output from that region for a long, long time. Because with chemicals, you know, there's something called a half-life, right? We talk about radiation specifically about half-life. And look at Chernobyl and and uh, how long that has been useless. Uh, half-life, half-life refers to, you know, the the level of the a specific chemical uh, and the length of time it takes for that exposure level to drop by 50%. And that, of course, when you're dealing with percentages, well, then the next is 50% of that and 50% of that and so on. So a lot of folks are saying, you know, that the chemicals involved here are extremely highly toxic, and they are. If you look them up, the exposure recommendations for life are minute. And unfortunately, I think we'll be seeing a lot of uh, health issues. You know, I noticed that there was a story about uh, rashes appearing on people that came out today. And it's going to get a lot worse than that, folks. I hate to say that, but um, but that's the truth. So the question is, you know, was that really something that uh, was an accident or not? And, you know, of course, uh, hindsight's twenty twenty, And I think as we find out more about that, we will we'll definitely be able to uh, to share more here in the show. Another thing I wanted to mention is uh, Voices Against Trafficking and Andy Berger, who is uh, just an awesome person to work with. Um, I've had her on the show a couple times, and I am proud to say, as I've brought up a couple times, that if you scroll down here, you will see this picture of this rather strange-looking gentleman. Um, and I'm proud to be part of that uh, That uh, as a charter member, a media member. I'm proud to be a part of the organization and to promote it. And I will be, I believe, writing for their new uh, magazine, which uh, I posted about. And if you follow me on social media, I'll post more about it. And a reminder, you can go check it out. But um, we will have an event. I know that we're both extremely busy but we're talking about you know an event uh maybe through cloud hub or or uh, something like that so we can um, bring to you a lot of knowledge and a lot of experience dealing with this issue and and why it's so important you know and one of the stories that have has gotten lost somewhat and now is back up in the news is the whole epstein thing and the number of people that are on the list and who they are and those sorts of things. So again, things move rather slowly, but more and more information is coming out about that, which is a good thing. Um, you know, so I, uh, I, I know for a fact that we will see some names on there that, uh, you know, have, have some, not necessarily our big surprises to us because we kind of haven't had a lot of rumor about it, but, uh, I think we'll have some pretty big names in there. And the question is, Will we have accountability? Will we have accountability? So a number of times I have talked about on my show a, I'm going to go back to the website here, a um, document that I'm working on. And if you go to my website, which is redbloodedpatriots.com, and you go under Get Involved, you look at this Declaration of Freedom and Accountability. So this is a project that I have been working on, as I said, and you can page through the current copy and you can also enlarge that if you want to by hitting the little uh, eyeglass down here or the little magnifying glass down here. And so basically what this is, is that we are restating 
the Declaration of Independence, but what I've done is I've changed the grievances in here. And the grievances now have more to do with um, what we're seeing today. And I've got a whole list of them in there that you can you can go ahead and, and look at. But uh, that is that is what I've been working on as far as this de uh, Declaration of Freedom and Accountability project. And the reason I bring it up at all is that um, we're all hungry for this accountability. We're all hungry for seeing the law work for us and not against us for a change. We've had the FBI be breaking down doors. We've had the J6ers being you know, mistreated and denied their due process. Inexcusable stuff that we've seen in America. And we really, you know, are, we're all hungry for it, as I said, this accountability. And um, hopefully we get it. So my challenge to you is that we need to get on board with um, being vocal, be more vocal, not violent. Um, they want us to be violent. We can't be violent or we, we could lose the battle here. And we're gaining ground every day. And, you know, I, I hope that, you know, you find a way to use your talents to be involved uh, in whatever way is possible for you. And uh, I do want to say that the show has been growing quite a bit. And I thank you so much for Everybody who comments, I can't get back to every comment, but I do like most of the comments. I read I read the comments. Um, you can always come on the show here, and as I've talked about, obviously, you know, I, I want to go more towards spending time either as a separate show or as part of this show where we have interaction on, you know, a chat site, and that that may be uh, CloudHub, that may be another site. I want to avoid Facebook for obvious reasons. But um, please do hop on there. I will have that chat window open now from uh, from now going forward in the show until I decide if it's going to be a separate show or exactly how it's going to work. I'm considering about doing a, I'm considering doing a daily show and it would be called the Patriot Review Dialed In. And that would be a large segment, if not kind of the whole show, uh, just interacting about current events. So. I want your input. I welcome your input. Again, you can you can catch me on Frank Social. That's that's my most active site. I'm on Gitter. I'm on uh, Parlor. I'm on you know all of them. But um, uh, probably Frank Social is my favorite, and that is my home, and I'm, that's my home channel as well. So uh, that and uh, the other channels are Real America um, Real America Media, which is RamTV.Live. That uh, you've seen an advertisement for in my first ad block. That is an awesome website. A lot of great shows on there. I actually interviewed Juan, and I'll have Juan on. I either will do it as a special event to highlight RAM, or I will do it as an interview during the show in the, in the upcoming weeks. I've got some great things in store for you. I've got Lara Logan coming, and that is going to be a great interview, and it will tie into this whole voices against trafficking type of thing that I'm doing. And uh, she's got a documentary, an important documentary, four part uh, documentary coming out on that topic. So um, be watching for that. And I will certainly post more information about that. I'll be right back after this quick break.
is full of electromagnetic fields that even though we can't see them are affecting our bodies, our sleep, and even our ability to think clearly. The advent of 5G is only making this worse. There is an answer. Visit Fix the World by clicking the link in the Patreon Review show description below to view natural products that can actually protect you from EMF and 5G and even improve your sleep. Skeptical? Get the free Dangers of EMF Radiation ebook free by clicking on its direct link also in the show description. You can also learn more by watching episode 62 of the Patriot Review. And we're back just to close out. Just an update on breaking the oath, the evils of incentivized healthcare. I've got a lot of great people that are part of that project, and it is about done. I've got uh, a pretty busy week this week working on some final edits, working on the narration piece, uh, working on the script for the narration piece, but it is going to come out soon, and it is good. And, um, you know, I'm proud to be part of it. I'm proud to be working with the folks that you see on your screen there. It's been an awesome, awesome journey, and it's an important journey. It's truth, and it's something that we all need to share and be aware of. So please stay tuned for that. I'll have more information just uh, about the, the rollout date of that documentary. So thank you so much for being part of the Patriot Review. If you would, please consider donating. You can go to my website at redbloodedpatriots.com. You can donate there. You can see my wish list over on Amazon. That's going to help me produce the show uh, more and help me produce documentaries. It takes a lot of money and equipment to do what I'm doing, and I am doing it for free right now for Breaking the Oath, although I may may have a director's cut that may be some nominal fee or maybe part of the membership package that I'm going to be uh, promoting. So thank you so much again. We will see you next time. <laughs>